Anyway, uh, let's get started. Uh, <laughs> that silence was like, all right. Yeah, let's actually get started. Mm. All right. I should probably like come up with some kind of unique intro for this, since it is like a, a series we're doing. It was rather for for the for the for the monthly power dump hour. A get your anuses tight and ready to go, boys. <laughs> it's time to pour. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. All right, I like mm. that intro. I think Natai's on to something. That's a pretty I good intro. There you go. Uh, write it up for me, Natai. I forgot it. Roll back the tape. Roll back the tape. <laughs> Don't worry, it's being recorded. Uh, for now, I'm just gonna do the basic intro, though. Can we do it like a fucking like a fucking wrestling intro? And it's like, and now for your main event, <laughs> the monthly power dump hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, we have our poster extraordinaire, Natai. He has a wife, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he wasn't Why? here Got for him. the bit. He, he wasn't here for the bit. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Oh, my God. I don't remember how to do it. Uh, there was what? a bit. Uh? <laughs> what are you doing? You realize it's, it's not going to show up on screen, so no one's going to know what happened. I, 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 I can see it. Anyway. I'm sure you can. <laughs> moving along. Yeah, moving, moving along. along. We also have our good to be here with you. Moving John. Hi, John. Incontinentia. <laughs> when are we doing the actual best podcast about an anime about fucking life of brian the actual best anime of all time i don't know but we really should directed by hidi akiano of all people yes shin python uh but um first of all i hope everyone likes the the uh little bit of a new look we have going on um Hopefully it becomes permanent uh, because we really do like this. Um, second of all, permanency on I'm a Club After Dark. I know, <laughs> I know. Go figure. Uh, second of all, uh, this is the first in what we hope is going to become a uh, monthly series that we do on the podcast. Um, we have called the monthly dump. Um, so it here's a better anime... name, and you know it. No, because a monthly dump is something I can say pretty easily. I can't say your like fifty word long thing you wanted to call it. <laughs> uh, but something we don't get a chance to do a whole lot on the podcast is talk about um, things that we've been watching recently. Um, currently airing anime, currently airing anime seasons. Um, we also don't get a chance to talk about some of our um, our hot takes, shall we say, our our, our our shit takes, as the monthly dump would imply. Uh, so this is going to be a monthly series where we get a chance to get together and uh, do that. Um, won't necessarily always be about like anime, manga, and otaku culture, but it probably mostly will be. Occasionally we might, you know, branch out into things like uh, video games or current events or things like that. Or but food. mostly we're like, this is the or monthly food. rant episode because <laughs> people told me I need to shut up and stop ranting in the discord. So here I am. I'll save it up 
every month and I'll rant on this episode. Y'all yeah. suppressed him. Y'all tried to suppress him. Dude, Look what you censored. did. Uh, but yeah, people seem to really enjoy, especially when John just rants and raves about shit. So um, <laughs> this is going to kind of be an episode where we all get to do that. Uh, uh, it's mainly John. we don't though, get to like, um, well, we haven't, we used to talk about like what we were watching every week when we mm. first started the podcast, like six, seven odd years ago. Mm. And we, we haven't God. done that in a long time where we just talk about, yeah, so this is what I'm watching and this is how it's yeah. going. So it's I kind think of instead like of a, doing it every week like we used to, doing it every month would probably be better. Yeah, um, because it's it like, like, like for well, a lot of us like to binge watch yeah. stuff too. So oh yeah, like I'm I'm binge watching. Um, Record of Ragnarok season two came out, but only the first ten episodes. Oh god, why? Why are you doing that to yourself? Because Netflix is fucking. I love Record of Ragnarok, bro. Have you seen it? I watched no. like a few clips I saw online. Bro, bro, my PowerPoint bro. slides from back in sixth grade had more slides than this fucking show. Bro, <laughs> you don't understand. Like, this is stupid on the level of Baki. This is why I love it so much. Because it's but just with no fucking style. With no style. Bro, bro, bro. It's just. Anyway, but uh, I wanted to start off with saying <laughs> this season of anime has been really fucking weak. Well, like, before before we get into that, when we say this season, we're recording this the last week of the winter uh 2023 season i think this is gonna go out maybe i think this is gonna go out like the second week of april but yeah we're talking about the the winter season specifically yeah bro so winter 20 don't forget 2023 it's not 2024 yet i'm not 34 yet john (laughs) what's that in the time i need to to say this though let's be honest we were eating really good in fall we were yeah. eating really we good had in really spring, great summer, and fall. fall. Yes, I understand that. Was a Maybe really it's good because we were eating so good that I'm just like, this isn't this new season of anime just isn't palatable. Like everything is just bad. I wouldn't say it was bad, but I, I don't know. I've watched. I want to say <laughs> the numbers, 14. Mason. What do they mean? <laughs> I've watched 14 shows. I guess 16 if you count the other ones. I've watched 16 shows this season. And the Bruh, only thing that I think like was 15 more than I. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I the only anime uh that I thought was really good this season was probably Vinland Saga. But I mean Vinland Saga is just really good. Vinland Saga is like berserk levels of peak suffer porn. <laughs> Bro. I, I, mean... I was going into this season. Like kind of happy because it's like oh there's there's like six shows that are coming out that I read the manga for or the light novel for, and I was just like yeah the show was kind of okay, I was, I was like just mildly disappointed in everything I watched like yes of course it's isekai so of course it's never gonna be amazing other than Shoko Tensei okay <laughs> I get isekai that. John hey we're getting Shoko Tensei in the summer again though <laughs> yeah I'm pretty hyped for that. sorry we're but... getting we're getting the second season of Shoko Tensei and Jujutsu Kaisen right together like back to back yeah, it's so we're, crazy we're gonna be eating good eventually but yeah this season to me i just there's no like real standouts you know no like new shows that came out that i was just like wow that was amazing like none i wouldn't call let it let me weak, tell you but i okay, would say I, it's not as good as what we've been getting let me tell you about something all right all right okay all right listen I'm not shitting you. This season of My Hero Academia is the best season we've had by far. It's not Bro. even a fucking competition. Bro. I'm not. I'm not. No. I I was the guy. I, like 
I I was the guy who was like, yeah, I'll keep up with my Academia. Like I overall thought it, it was just an okay show. The peaks were really fucking good, but the valleys were like, eh, it's, it's whatever. Then l- last year we had a really really weak season. I w- I think I gave it like a four or a five. I was like, yeah, it's just like just whatever. Very yeah. just not great. Season six though of MAJ has been fantastic. Now I'm not no, trying to change anyone's not. mind no. already. Formed no. the most memorable no. part of MHA is the porn. All right, he is absolutely MHA- right. Oh God, why? It's he not Overwatch, dude. Right. It's not Overwatch. There's more to it than the porn. It's high no, school Overwatch, not. bro. No, it's not, bro, bro. Don't even compare Overwatch. Bro, look at the story. It's so of much better in that department okay. than my the story Academia. of Overwatch. Okay. With like the Who team gives a of shit Overwatch. about that story? <laughs> Overwatch has a story? Apparently it does. Yeah, you know. played as John Overwatch, am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The main well, character. No, it's just like, it's just like Halo. Overwatch, you play as John Halo, right? Yeah, same <laughs> thing. Just wait for the new TV show from Paramount Plus oh, where, no. where John Halo fucks a uh, female uh, robot. <laughs> wait, so it if Paramount Plus he, makes he uh, Overwatch? The, uh, the human alien. If if Paramount Plus does a Overwatch uh, show, is it just going to be called Overcheeks? <laughs> I'm not sure how many of you watched the live action Halo. It sucks. I didn't bother. I I got to I, episode I... four, I think, and I stopped. But uh, they definitely, I think that the Halo uh, live action on Paramount Plus was never intended to be a Halo IP. I think that they had some no. generic sci-fi fantasy they setting, slept it. and they just slapped yeah. Halo on top of it. Like yeah. it does not seem Definitely. like it was made as a Halo thing. Because, like, first of all, like the whole I was pretty hyped on the first episode. I'm not gonna lie, because I really liked that they focused on like the background stuff, like the the village, the people, basically anything but the main cast and any of the Spartan stuff. I thought that was cool as shit. And then they got to the part where they do like first person fucking I'm playing Halo guys. Remember Doom? Remember Doom Eternal, the movie where they did the first person section where it looks like you're playing. Yeah. Doom? We're doing that. And I was just like, this looks like ass. This CG is fucking terrible. I hate this. Stop. <laughs> and it was all downhill from there. The crazy I... thing about the CG in the Halo show is that like there were pockets of the CG that were really well done and it would immediately be followed by something that looked like shit. I enjoyed watching vicariously through hate videos of this show so much. It because because I'm not as invested in Halo. Like I like I enjoyed the games, but I'm not as invested. I didn't grow up with this shit. So watching like fucking people just lose their minds and going through to extreme details to explain what like what's happening in this show. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> this is so much fun. Yeah, I would say I'm, I'm not that invested in Halo either. Like, I grew up playing it and stuff. Like, I remember uh, my cousin had an Xbox and we stayed up all night to, like, beat the game on Legendary. And it was super fun, <laughs> right? When I was, like, seven or eight years old or something, whenever that came out. And so I, I did play every single Halo up until Halo. I believe the last one I played was in high school, which was Reach. I think that was the last one that came out before I graduated. Mm. I want to say that's the last one I played. Did you remember so, Reach? Yes. <laughs> Never. Always remember, remember Reach. Reach. Always remember Reach. Dude, Hashtag Reach is, remember Reach. I love Reach. Personally, mm. Reach I, I think this story. But um, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm that invested in Halo because I don't I don't care about the books. Um, I didn't care for like any of the story stuff that like they have like Halo Legends and uh, there's a different um, 
like spin-off series where it shows like more basically there's a bunch of halo lore outside of the halo games i don't care about any of that i kind of just like oh, i play john halo oh, <laughs> covenant like that's that's me playing halo the funny the thing about the, halo, the funny thing about yeah, the halo franchise yeah, is that like with a lot of, of of media franchises whatever the primary thing is like that's what's canon like well, Star right, Trek, for example. Take. Here's a hot well, hold, on, hold, on, hold 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 on. Star Trek, like for example, right? The yeah. only thing that's only things in Star Trek that are considered canon are things that have either been on TV or in the movies. Everything else mm. is considered non-canon. With Halo, every piece of media that's created for it is considered canon. Even the live action Paramount one, I don't think so, bro. Uh, allegedly, it was I don't know how they're going to work that in. <laughs> But uh, no, my here's my hot take for Halo. I think the story is mid. I don't think it's interesting enough to actually like care about the books and stuff like that. Because if you think about the main story about John Halo himself, hmm. <laughs> I don't remember his name. His name is John. John. Master Chief. It's just John. Yeah. It's yeah, just Master John. Chief. You never, you never learned John. what you his surname is. His first name is Master. His surname is Chief. Yeah, obviously. But uh, it's like Mr. Master T, John first name, Mr. Chief Halo. It's like, Mar it's like Mario and Luigi. What's your name? L Luigi. Super. What's your last name? Luigi. No, what was it? <laughs> yeah, no, what's Mario, what's Mario, Luigi Mario? Mario. <laughs> what's your name? Mario. What's your surname? Mario Mario. I think that the, the actual main story of Halo is mid. I, I don't think it's that great. Like, I think that when you're playing through the campaign of Halo, it's fun because it's a video game. Like, it's a good video game story for this is you. You are John Halo now. But outside of that, like with all the books and all the alternative media, I don't care for it. Like I remember watching, uh, I think it was Halo Legends where I watched, or there was the one where it shows like when John first got selected, like he was sold off um, by his parents or something to go into the Spartan program. Well, I mean, sold off. He was kidnapped by... Um, he was yeah, literally kidnapped by Dr. Halsey. Yeah, Halsey kidnaps like a bunch of kids and does fucked up experiments to make Spartans. But anyway, nice. like... I think all the auxiliary story stuff is pretty good. Like, I liked watching Legends. I liked learning about Halsey's experiments and, like, what happened to the rest of the Spartans. That's actually interesting. But the main story of Halo, the one that drives everyone to, like, like Halo, fucking is not great. <laughs> like the moment-to-moment -moment story, like the story Yeah, the moment-to-moment -moment story of, like, games. here's Halo 1, here's Halo 2, here's 3. Those suck. But Halo Reach, I love the story for Halo Reach. It was mm. really good. And ODST, oh my god, dude. I fucking love ODST. Which is why I'm like, it's a shame that the world building around Halo is really strong, but the main storyline fucking sucks ass. I would push back on that a little bit and say the stuff with, like, you know, John himself, Master Chief, is kind of average. The stuff with the Arbiter is really good, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love the Sanghealy stuff. Like, again, yeah. the auxiliary stories are amazing. But why is it that when we play Halo as John Halo, his story is, like, the worst part? He's the main character. He's not, he's not <laughs> like, because as, 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 like, I don't think John, I don't think Master Chief is the most, like, interesting thing in Halo. And he's not supposed to. He's a vehicle to for you to fulfill a fantasy of being this fucking badass Master Chief super Spartan soldier, yeah. who's like, yeah, yeah, a super soldier. And that's all he is. The, he gets the job done. That's like his characteristic, you know? He, he's finishing the fight. He gets the job know, done. Bro. That's did all you, he needs so to be. So did you play do. Halo 4, 5, and then Infinite, the story? No, nah, fuck no. <laughs> so in Halo 4 and 5, <laughs> absolute garbage. 
fucking storyline because it focuses on oh boohoo mr john halo he can't live without his blue little fuck toy and who lives in his fucking helmet bro did you and see then, her though no, and then he, I, I, okay okay fair fair okay. <laughs> cortana like cortana in four <laughs> okay, come on fair. man and I will say the fact that they brought uh, Cortana into the actual Halo live action was pretty cool. I like that. But that's kind of like the only thing I liked about the Halo live action. They missed so a they... perfect opportunity to get Jen Taylor to voice her in the fucking show. Yeah, I know. Why? <laughs> but I will say, I will say, Halo 4, 5, and then Infinite's campaign focus too much on john halo and trying to make him a character and i absolutely hated Locke. i fucking hated that guy like his storyline it was in four or five that we he had well, like, you, you first well technically you first see him in five but they have now retconned halo 2 to be an actual retelling of john Locke telling the story of master chief which is so oh that's stupid. right that's right they did retcon because he's talking to the um the sanghealy about it like uh yeah the He's telling the Sanghealy about Master Chief's story, and so yeah, now if, right. if you if you play that. if if you play uh, Halo Two Anniversary on the Master Chief Collection now, um, it starts with a brand new cinematic of John or John of uh, Spartan Locke uh, telling the Sanghealy the story of Master Chief. Yeah, he's telling I that, that. Guy, I don't remember um, that. What's his name? <laughs> I don't oh remember that. The War Master, the really cool the, uh, Sanghealy, the Battle the Master. One- Battlemaster? I don't remember. Battlemaster. I forget. He has he has an actual name. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, the guy who's missing the uh the mandible. Yeah, that guy. The guy who uh, <laughs> again, when you're in the campaign and you're doing um the arbiter stuff, and then you fe- he like fucking goes off and he goes, "I'll protect you!" Oh! And you're like, "No!" Then he comes back. He's like, "Warmaster, you survived." War, war, war. <laughs> yeah, war, 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 war. <laughs> Again, all that cool. supporting that cast shit. is so cool to be around. Like fucking yeah, Johnson, dude. Why? Yeah, Sergeant oh, Johnson. I love Johnson so much. I love Johnson. What's her yeah, name? Miranda. Um, Miranda, Miranda Keys. Keys. Miranda Keys. She's a badass, you know. Yeah. Everyone's there. Everyone in the supporting cast are a bunch of these fucking competent badasses who know yeah, like, their when, shit, know in what Halo to do. One when um Captain Keys gets caught. And like his story about how he protected the Marines, and that's why he got fucked up, right? It, it's like crazy. It's a good story from the point of view of like the Marines who were saved by Captain Keys's action of like being the one to be sacrificed to, against the flood. And it's just like again, super cool story. You don't see any of that in the main story stuff. And John mm-hmm. Halo kind of again, I that's my opinion. I, I think that the main story of Halo is just I don't want to say it's trash, but it's just not great comparatively to everything else in the franchise it's i think it's just like it's 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 not a very complicated story it's very simple like you have like cool twists with the flood and whatnot but like overall it's a very like simple sci-fi story with some awesome like designs and u- unique world but i think right. as, as like as we said like the thing that does it from like in the moment to moment feel is mm-hmm. is not master chief the character you embody him but no, everyone who's around is him. like he wakes up i need a weapon that's yeah like, yeah that's exactly it. and like it <laughs> yeah. just everyone who's around him it's like it's so that's what was really interesting to me playing for the first time like these games are a lot of fun not in only gameplay but like the whole feel like when you go on the halo ring it's like a bunch of marines hanging out and like woo, you know it's just a good old time 
jolly good adult time, just like fighting aliens. It's great. Like the entire cast is just like filled with so much confidence and bravado, and just like there's something really, really entertaining about watching it. You know, it's just like a really fun sci-fi movie. And then you and shoot your marines in the really face, well. Ramo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Master Chief has lost it. He's lost it. Oh God, we're dead. Oh, wait, I have another. I have one more hot take for Halo before I move on. I think the if library... you're about to say that Cortana isn't hot, I'm going to reach no, there no, and no, strangle no, no, no. you. Cortana is 100 hot. I would fuck pixels, but <laughs> you heard it here first. In Halo One, the library, the most hated level of Halo, is actually pretty good. That's my okay. hot. It's I will say if if Halo One were the only Halo game, I disagree with you. But the fact that the level Cortana and Halo Three exists, I will say you're right. It's not as bad as people say it is because that is the I worst think... level in the entire franchise. The reason I say this is because in the library, like I get that it's stupid and repeating because it's the same corridor over and over for like four or five levels. It's exhausting, dude. It's it is exhausting. However. The music, the setup of it's like great. the the yeah the, the atmosphere you get like little is rockets. Of, the atmosphere is amazing. Like I think yeah, that definitely. the level itself is boring, and I hate it. Sure, why not? But I do think that the atmosphere that it creates itself is pretty good game design. Like that's my opinion. Yeah. And I, of course, people are gonna gamers are gonna disagree. I don't give a fuck, dude. You don't understand good game design. Is all I'm saying. Bro, I'll never say forget the level, though. The level right before the library is really, really good too. When the flood are first introduced, oh, like yeah. that twist is handled really well. That's what I'm saying. It's like great. it plays off of the high of like here's the the killer reveal, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. oh god, you see the monster. Now you know what the monster is. Now you and have you to, see like, elites and shit running away because they're fucking terrified. Yeah, they're getting like. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> anyway, what were you gonna say, Natai? No, I just like I, I'll never forget that moment of us playing Cortana in Halo 3 and we're going through it for like the longest time. And Alex is like, Do you understand why this is the worst level in Halo? <laughs> the I'm worst like, actual yeah. level in Halo? Because it's yeah. crazy. Every, I remember every five minutes the game takes control away from you to have the grave mind literally like come in your ear, like, Ugh. dude, stop. It's so like like li the library is exhausting, but like Cortana is that times ten. <laughs> it's like, please, I want to be done with this. You're and like, you talk about everything like, I want to end exactly this the same. Shit. What's that? You talk about everything looking exactly the same in the library. Everything looks the no, same in Cortana, Cortana too. Worse. Yeah, I Cortana say, is the worst level. So, and I think the that... thing is, the Cortana happens right after one of the best levels in all of Halo Covenant. That's true. Covenant's great. That is true. So wait, which Halo is best Halo then? Halo Two. Oh. I would say Halo, yeah, 2. Halo 2. Halo 2 is the best one. I would say a very Agreed. close second is Reach. Halo 2 is I my favorite. From playing all these, Halo 2 was my favorite. In my opinion, I think Halo 2 reiterated everything from Halo 1 and then made it better. Uh, like, I get that people are upset that they nerfed the Magnum pistol, <coughs> but we got dual wielding. Okay. We got the, the SMGs. Sword, the SMG, Dude. bro. The sniper, right? The uh, Covenant sniper was really cool. The beam rifle. Yeah. And just like the level Fuck design sniper and jackals, though, on Legendary. Yeah. But I, I think overall, I think Halo 2 was the best Halo, in my opinion, because I had the most fun with it. It was fun to run in Legendary compared to, like, Halo 1 on Legendary isn't that, like, hard. There's, like, there's a whole meta to it. Like, you got to run, like, a, a laser pistol, and then you run the Magnum pistol or plasma mm -hmm. pistol. Because one full charge breaks the shield, then two tap them in the face. 
There's a whole meta. <laughs> but I think Halo 2 does an excellent job at how they handle Legendary with the skulls and stuff. Halo 3, I, I'm going to be honest, Halo 3 is pretty forgettable in my opinion. Because, like, the events of Halo 2 kind of just bleed into Halo 3 and they feel like the exact yeah. same. Like, it's just a long-running game. Halo 2 and 3 are kind of just interconnected. It's Halo Even 2 part 2. But they're so... Yeah, it's Halo 2 part 2, really. But game feel-wise, there's you can tell the difference. Because I'll, yeah. I'll never forget that that very jarring moment of jumping from 2 to 3 while we were playing it on stream. I was like, oh, the SMGs, yeah, like, let's pick them up. And they feel terrible. They, <laughs> in 3, the SMGs feel garbage yeah. which was it's so because they tried, weird they tried to create a weapon sandbox where the smg and the assault rifle were in the same weapon sandbox and it's yeah, so like, weird smgs and like, two were great because one you could dual wield like smg needler or fucking double smgs <laughs> like it was great shit I the smgs it. and two are like the my favorite weapons like by far yeah. they're like, so satisfying to use. halo 2 is just really good so yeah and then at, at, at Halo 3, to me, again, just bleeds into Halo 2. It's They're the same game, just 2 and 3. Though you definitely feel like they had to re reel back from like, all right, we're not doing dual wielding anymore. We're going to do this other story stuff. And like they have some weapons in Halo 3 that I thought were pretty cool. Like the, um, was it the carbine, right? Yeah, the Covenant carbine. The Covenant carbine, I really like that one. Is it carbine? Um, carbine, carbine. No, it's a carbon. I've carbine. never heard someone say carbine. Well, I've always called it. Carbine. Is it a car and a bean? Which one is yeah, it, yes. John? There's it's an a E afterwards, a... bro. Carbine. Anyway, whatever. Carbine, is, carbine. I think that Halo 2 is probably my favorite Halo. And then I would say probably ODST and then Reach. Because mm -hmm. I just, I absolutely love the story of ODST. And I absolutely love Reach. It's such a good game. I love the Halo story. And then Halo 3. I love the story of both Reach and ODST. Um, one thing I think ODST really has going for it is its atmosphere and its sound design is yeah. really mm. well good. Well done. Like, first of all, the jazz, bro. The jazz, the jazz. soundtrack. The jazz. Beautiful. Yeah, it's, got like this, it's, it's almost got like this sci-fi noir feel to it, and I really like it. Well, because like I love the feeling of the, the helplessness you feel when you play ODST, right? Mm. Because that's you're, you're not a Spartan. Because you're not a Spartan. You're not a super soldier who can just run in and just rock 50 elites. No problem. You're a guy who will die pretty quickly if you get overrun. And you have to be kind of like calm and collected while you're running through the city. You can't fight huge patrols by yourself. At least That's not without damage, backup. Man. Yeah, fall damage. Like, just like the storytelling that they have like when you find the... um, Is it Suri? I don't... The, the girl who's trying to escape the city um, from New Mombasa. Yeah, I forget the girl's name. I, I don't remember her name either, but like the storytelling of, of what we hear, what happens to the citizens, coupled with the fact that we don't see anyone there because they've all run away and like everyone's basically dead. And then like the dead people around everywhere, like the dead um, aliens everywhere. It's like people fought here and the ODST were the first to respond. But like the, the Covenant came and attacked them so fast, they weren't ready. And that type of like atmosphere that it builds on top of the fact that you're not a Spartan and you're it's like... Bro, you're fighting shit that superhumans have a hard time fighting. <laughs> and you got to do something about it? Like, damn. I will bro. say, story-wise, the audio logs that they added in were a brilliant addition. Yeah. Because you yeah. actually have to go out and find them. And it's it's such good, like, very subtle storytelling of what happened before you woke up. Anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway. 
Let's talk about anime. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about we anime. We are an anime podcast after all. John, John, what, what's the worst thing you've watched in the winter season? Tell us about oh, it. Oh, here we go. He's been I, this has been building up for so long. I have I have if never you've joined our Discord watched. server, which is linked below, which you should definitely join, you get to hear these rants in live, you know, live and in color. Normally, <laughs> I have to so here's the thing. When I watch something, I have to write down my opinion of it because then I'm gonna forget what I said about it. Like I'll have a vague feeling of my opinion, but I I won't remember the words that I use to describe it. I have never hate watched a show in my life. I have never seen a show where I'm like, this is so bad. I'm going to finish it to the end. I immediately drop shows like that. I guess you could say I, I hate watched um, guilty crown, but I mean, I had like four episodes left. I had to just finish it like sunken cost fallacy at that point. Cause I needed to and see to how your credit. You say up. you were actually enjoying the music in it. So I love the music. Yeah. There was actually something about guilty crowns. Music is really good. There was and something again, about the show. You did like <laughs> it's the tonal shift at episode 13. That makes me hate the show, mm. but the angel next door spoils me rotten is a terrible rom-com and everyone who likes it should feel fucking bad, which apparently a lot <laughs> of people like it. It's very highly rated. And I'm like, why I hate this show. What is like, this show about, John? Oh, it tell us, is John. a tell us. terrible rom-com about Mr. <laughs> Unpopular Man who can get with this super mega hot chick because he's a nice guy. Like, and, this is what, not... do, what, and to be fair, John doesn't mean a nice guy. He means like an actual nice guy. <laughs> yeah, but like the there's a lot of problems with the Angel Next Door Supposed to Be Rotten. Um, I watch a lot of rom-coms. I, I read a lot of shoujo manga. So... I think I have somewhat of a formulated opinion on like how rom-coms should be. At least I have I have my own taste in rom-coms for sure. Hmm. I think the Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten is a really bad rom-com because it doesn't do anything that a rom-com should. Like there's this whole will they won't they ordeal that happens, but like it doesn't there's no reason for it at the beginning. Like there's no meat cute. There's literally he. All right, this is how the first episode opens. Here is boring MC man, your most boring miss average man. All right, <laughs> I'm serious. He's vanilla flavor. His character. I am serious. His character trait is that he's plain and boring. So he's literally, literally a, a personified vanilla bean. He is literally a blank slate. That is his personality. I am Mister Blank Slate. Please insert yourself into my character because I am gonna land a super hot chick. Because I'm gonna be nice to her like, vicariously through me. Oh God! Like, I, I get that most, like, at least harem uh, anime will make the main character a blank slate because it's like insert yourself. It's a self-insert type of character, right? Which fulfillment? But at least in these shows, they give you the option of like, well, he's actually his own character. He just has relatable traits, but he's kind of his own character. This one literally, no, he has no traits. He's his trait is he's he's a blank slate. Like great what? example though of what you're talking about, Hachiman from Snafu. Is he kind of an asshole when you first meet him? Yeah, yeah. but he is his own character. Yeah. Yep. So, literally blank slate man. He's all of a sudden walking home, and all of a, he sees the angel of the class, um, whatever her name was, Sheena. Mayuri, my my the angel next door. That's what she is. The angel next door. Her name is Sheena. I don't remember her actual name. I, I'm gonna call is her. Is she Sheena. a part of the kids next door? No. 
so she's sitting there on like a, at the playground and it's raining and then mr boring mc man just comes up to her with his umbrella he's like hey here don't stand in the rain okay then see ya then he leaves and ladies and gentlemen i she's can't believe love. it she's in love <laughs> whoa holy shit dude this we got stranger, her <laughs> this random stranger came up to me while i was down in the dumps in the cold rain <laughs> and he gave me an umbrella now i love him like man, no you kidding romance really? was genuinely that easy uh, apparently that, landing like hot women is that easy guys listen to me listen to me if you ever see a hot woman who's down on her dumps just walk up to her and give her an umbrella and then walk away she's gonna fall head over heels for you I thought I was just joking when I said she fell in love. I wasn't preparing no, to affirm. No, you weren't. Joke. No, no, no. So <laughs> they come back. They circle back to why she even likes the main dude in the last couple episodes. And she was like, well, you caught my attention during that day. And then she trauma dumps on him about why she was sitting out in the rain. And it's like, yo, this is pretty fucking heavy. Like, this is pretty heavy. This is pretty fucked up what you're going through, lady. And it's like, but you showed me kindness that day. And that's when I knew I loved you. And I'm like, you've just never met a fucking met this umbrella. Man. It's <laughs> whoa, dude. If I just do one random act of kindness, women will fall head over heels for me. They'll come over to my house and cook every day. It's I insane. Mean, I could I could accept this if he's like, okay, I gotta find this guy just so I can say thanks. That was a very nice yeah, gesture. And again, then you move on with your day. Yeah, progressively <laughs> building in the relationship, not like, oh, thanks for giving me the umbrella. Also, I know that I'm your neighbor, so. To pay you back, I'll come over and cook for you. And then we're going to be like a married couple literally throughout the entire show. And then we'll confess to each other at the end. It's like, I feel like you skipped a couple of steps here. <laughs> I, I feel like. <laughs> well, well, good thing to shoot a stranger stuff from like burying his children or something, you know? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, I don't. It gets worse, man. It gets fucking worse. What okay? did like, the, the very next day? Did she come over, spread her cheeks and say, breed me? No, so she. <laughs> so there's That's the meme, right? So here's the thing: when she trauma dumps on the main character guy in like episode eight What's or her nine trauma? or ten or whenever, her trauma yeah, what is, her is trauma? that she's too hot. Well, her trauma is that one. No one really knows who she is because everyone treats her like she's the idol of the class, so she doesn't really have friends. Because everyone who's interested in her is only like at, superficially interested. Yeah, it's very superficial. So it's like, oh yeah, that relatable. That's very relatable, you know. Being an outcast like that. However, people were interested in you in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. I don't feel. <laughs> Damn. What's it like to have people genuinely interested in the person you are? I mean, uh... I, I think it's pretty normal. All right. Anyway, point is, we're not we're not focusing on though? our traumas. Is it though, John? <laughs> so her trauma dump is that her parents got together because it was like a um arranged marriage, and they don't love each other. In fact. The parents hate each other. So Sheena lives by herself, and her mom is a huge bitch. She's like, I fucking hate you. I can't wait until you turn 18 so I don't have to ever fucking see you ever again. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> she, literally, she does say this. And I'm like, that is a very fucked up thing to say to a girl. So when she grew up, uh, when Sheena grew up, she had a house um, keeper who basically took care of her. And she taught her how oh, to Oh, so she's and... rich, too. Well, yeah, her parents make money, but... Her, she doesn't have parents essentially she was raised without parents and it's a pretty fucked up thing i'm like you know this is pretty deep trauma all right and it's like she's trauma dumping on the main character guy and you know what he does do you do you know what he does after she trauma dumps on him he pulls his cock Nothing. out 
<laughs> he goes, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Pats your head. Like, oh, oh, my ovaries have descended. Please breed me. And I'm like, Ugh. bro, she just she just told you about some really fucked up shit. And your response is like, literally, I'm just going to be like, oh, it's going to be okay. And then, like, that's all you had to do. That's bare minimum. I'm like, she doesn't even know you that well, first and foremost. She's known you do they for do a grand anything? At this point, at this point, she's only known him for like three months. Three, three months. I'm that's not cool. sure. About what is you their guys. dynamic? So their <laughs> dynamic is, is that Mr. Boring Main Character Man is the most boring main character man ever, and no one thinks about him because he's boring. I am not exaggerating. I wish I was exaggerating. That is his character. He's literally called that by the class in the first episode. He's a plain guy. And then she, Sheena, his neighbor, is the uh, angel of the classroom. So everyone's like, oh, Sheena, she's so smart. Oh, she's so pretty. She's like a doll. So after he, like, finds her in the rain and he gives her the umbrella, she decides, I'm going to pay him back by cooking him meals. And thus starts the rom-com. That's their meet cute. Is like, there calm all, in this rom-com? I guess there's some comedy, but it's not funny to me. Like the most interesting <laughs> thing that I saw in this show was when potentially the main character guy could have got yaoi baited. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here for this. <laughs> Please get topped by the main character. The main character guy needs to get fucking like Kabe donned like by the popular dude. And he's like, hey, thanks for giving me that bag. I'm, hey, I'm whatever his name, fucking main character guy. Thanks for ha- giving me that plastic bag to hold all my chocolates because I'm so popular. And I'm like, please, just like turn into a yaoi show. This would be so much better if it turned into a yaoi show. I would care more. John about literally this. goes, "Gay, become gay." <laughs> yeah, I thought it would have been more interesting if he became gay. If all of a sudden he was like, instead of it was a fake out, you know, like he's just nice to the girl because he's a nice guy, but he's actually gay. And I was like, I would have loved to watch that. That would have been way cooler. Fuck, it wasn't. I, I have become gay, destroyer of ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> so each episode like he talks to uh the main character girl sheena or the main character guy talks to sheena and sheena basically like i don't like being called the angel that's superficial people don't really know me and i don't and then she's like but they call you the angel because you're cute and she's like eh you think i'm cute oh you don't call me that bob barker <laughs> and i'm like so you don't what like it when people writing, call man? you <laughs> bro what is this show so so tell me this, Sheena. You don't like it when people in your classroom who don't know you call you cute and an angel. But when the dude that you're cooking for that you've known for a grand total of one or two weeks at this point calls you cute, like all of a sudden it's okay. And it keep, he keeps doing that. So Because she wants to bone him, John. The power of boners is strong with this because she keeps telling him, don't do this thing. Then he goes, I'm going to go do that thing anyway. And then she all of a sudden loves it. Right. So there's a, a point where he wants he's to give a her bad a bad boy. He's yeah, he's a bad. He don't listen to girls. Her, their opinion doesn't matter. Women's opinion do not matter. So he's a sexist. Yes. Andrew so Tate, the anime. He, he is Andrew he Tate. Yes. So the main character guy, right? He he's like, I want to get a gift for Sheena because she's been so nice and cooking me food. So he goes to his friend's girlfriend. It's like, hey, what do you think girls like? And she's like, well, you should probably get her jewelry or something. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then he buys her a stuffed animal instead. And he gives it to Sheena. <laughs> and Sheena's like, I didn't want any gifts. 
but I'll treasure this forever. And now she sleeps with the teddy bear because it's a gift from her lover boy. And I'm it like, literally went. It literally went. One plus one is five. Oh my god, <laughs> bro, logic, bro, logic. Like, what the fuck? And it's just like there's there's no fucking reason for her to like him. There's plenty of reason for him to like her because one, she's hot. She's definitely hot. She can cook. She comes over and cooks from all the time, right? But there is, I, I don't see any redeeming qualities in the main character guy. And they don't even explain anything about him, about why he's a plain guy. But they, they, <laughs> he just they explain his trauma. Okay, bro, let me tell you. So she, the trauma dumps, right? She's like, oh, you know, my parents don't love me. They actually hate each other. And I'm, I'm an unwanted child. So I didn't have parents growing up. In fact, the day that you saw me, my mom told me I'm a piece of shit and I she can't wait until I'm out of her life. Again, heavy shit. What is his what is the main character's trauma? Please let me what do you think the main character's trauma is? What does, does he live by himself? Is? He has a really tiny penis. He does live by himself. Okay. Hold up. Well, okay. Does he have any siblings show up throughout the show? No. He has his he has parents, a father and a mother, and they do show up. What do you think this guy's trauma is? They they raised him too well, so he tried to get away from his parents to be his own man. Bro, that's pretty close. To how really? Much. So his parents, he has loving parents. His parents okay. let him move out on his own and live by himself because he wanted to switch schools because at his last school, he thought he was friends with this guy, but it turns out this guy was just using him for his money. That's his trauma. <laughs> Big Spencer guy right there. That's his fucking trauma. Like, he how was is... used for money. That's not trauma. <laughs> Apparently it's trauma. That's just him. a that's crime. Not, that's not, yeah, that's not how trauma works. <laughs> like, this is why, oh, I can't get close to people. This is why I'm trying to be boring. Because the last time I got close to someone, they used me for my money. I'm Alex, like, next time you 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 pay for something and I don't pay you back, you just you gotta move out to a different state completely. I know. <laughs> like as so if you're as if I would me, ever let you forget that you owe me, me money. You're bitch ass. Fair. Instead of like like <laughs> confronting this dude who's using you for money, and it's not like he got beat up or anything either. He literally just, oh, you hurt my feelings. I thought we were friends, but you were just using me for my money. So just moved Mom, the entire school? Dad, I want to go to a different school. Please pay for my school and my new apartment so I can live by myself. Like, that's it. That's no. Is yes. it that dramatic? That, yes. It's, I wow. mean, I'm, I'm over-dramatizing That it, sounds but incredible. that's his fucking story. And I'm like, you know, I don't think your trauma <laughs> is anywhere near as bad as Sheena's. Agreed. He just like, sounds like uh, I don't even know how to describe this bitch. Bro, like bro, this this MC does not deserve this girl. All right. This MC and, doesn't sound like he deserves to exist. Yeah. So this MC sounds like he deserves to be scammed. Yeah, <laughs> I have been yeah, actually. I have been watching this show. I am a Nigerian prince. <laughs> I really i I love rom coms. I the the art looks good. It looks cute, right? I think the music is pretty good. It's a, your stereotypical rom com, but it's like feely. It's fluffy, feely good. But holy shit, man! Does this story fucking suck ass? Hmm. The main character is not relatable. He's not likable, and 
he has no re- there's no reason at all for the main character girl sheena to fall in love with the main character guy there's none zero other than the fact that he was nice and he gave her an umbrella and then he left and then it turns out they live in the same place that's it just to... say thank you and walk away <laughs> did you manage to so like gauge for like i don't know fucking reddit comments or whatever like if people like it why oh people were saying okay. this is one of the best shows so, of the season no I, yeah, really so, yeah i did look up i i watched or I, I read the crunchyroll comments and of course everyone on crunchyroll is like oh get ready for your weekly diabetes shot your insulin shot this show is straight up diabetes with how cute it is i'm like all, I'm diabetic, and that's fucking offensive all right, y'all. Bruh, bruh, bruh. What Spy Family wasn't that uh, like that long ago. Like, come on. So obviously you can't trust Crunchyroll comments because all of the comments are going to be from people who like the show. Hmm. So I decided Poor I'm going to go read the comments on Mal, and oh my no. sanity, my sanity was restored when I went to Mal because apparently everyone else is like, yeah, no, this is a big nothing sandwich. Like, there's no reason, there's oh, no really? likableness, likability to the main character. There's no reason for the rom com to exist other than to be like, hey, he's playing guy, you can be that playing guy. And also, Which if you're crazy. extra nice to a girl, to the hot girl, she'll fall in love with you. You just do the bare minimum. And whenever she tells you she doesn't want something, don't listen to her at all. Don't take account of her opinion whatsoever. All right, and do what you want to do, and it'll show her that you're a man, man. You're a man, man. Literally, is man. Andrew Tate the anime? So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, it's crazy. Go buy three cards, these... become a real man. It's like, crazy you see all the negative comments on Mal because it's sitting at just shy of an eight out of ten. What? It was yeah, like crazy. a six point seven nine before the finale. Now so I'm seven point nine four is at the time of this recording. Ooh. I think that it finished and people came over from Crunchyroll or something. We're like, oh, beautiful. They got together. I'm like, they did get together in the end. And I'm like, all right, good for you. I don't care. There's no <laughs> point to it. Listen, I, listen. This show, it's... To, I, I'm going to give my rating. The Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten, the anime, two out of ten. Terrible fucking rom-com. Damn. There are way, There are way better rom-coms out there. I do not watch The Angel Next Door and think it's good because this is not good writing. There's no reason to like it. Literally, everything the main character does is an opposite to Sheena, and she just goes, "Oh, that's so loving of you. Have my ch- kids." <laughs> like, it's so crazy. I thought you were about to say, "Have my chickens." That's what I thought. I was gonna you. say, "Have my children." I was gonna say, "Have my children." Have my like, chicken. No. Have my, have my chicken. He like he grabs a he grabs a nugget and like grabs her. Yeah. <laughs> like, he really listen, was it sounds to out. me. It sounds to me. Like John, you're like you're very starved for like a good rom com to fill you your heart, make you whole again. And listen, listen, somebody, I got something for you. I got a real good recommendation for you. You know what? <laughs> no, 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 bro, bro. This is straight from the heart. I feel you're lacking a bit of spice in your life. I feel like you need to watch Red the Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Join me in my no. depression and anger no. and suffering. Can I just say I about Rent a Girlfriend? Like, you people. How many there, episodes have you watched, Alex? I've watched the entire first season, sadly. Well, uh, guess what? Why? It gets. Pro- Listen to me. It gets progressively worse. Oh, season I, I two, have, baby. I have, I, I, have, I have 
I have no doubt. I just want to say it's because of people like Gigic that we had multiple seasons of this show. Fuck you, Gigic. <laughs> I know you, you know ironically like Rent a Girlfriend. Fuck no, you. No, he knows it's bad, but he's like he so Garnt talks about how the show is like a train wreck, but he's he needs yeah. to see the end. It's something so bad it's good. at this point. That's it, why it so we bad, have this shit. Listen, so, I have this, I think this is why, two reasons. This is why we have no this this is why we have three seasons of this and not one but one fucking season, a single solitary season of no game, no life. Fuck there are two reasons. There are two reasons that all right, there are three season uh, reasons why this show is popular. One, the designs are really fucking good. I I I'm not gonna disagree with that. Designs are good. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. For Japan standards, those fucking okay, rates, okay, those okay. scum. All right, there. I read. I justified myself. Two, the OP to season one really catchy as hell. It fooled me into like maybe someday I'll check out this show. That was ages ago. I'll, I'll, I'll sometime I'll tell the story. I'll sometime I'll tell the story why I, I, I'm watching it right now. And three is become Gigak in the West. Yes, I'll gi- I'll <laughs> give you the fact that the the OP is is a banger for the first season. But then they changed the OP for season two, and it's so much worse. And like me and my buddy are watching watching, and we're like, "There's nothing to latch onto in this show anymore. There's nothing here. It's so bad." Oh, yeah, the only show. reason it's popular in the West is because of King. I swear to God. Listen, this show is this anime is like I'm maybe sorry to talk about this show, but this anime is the the only time I ever. Physically cringed for some for something, dude. It's like Alex, you watched season one, you, you, right? I cringed every time the MC was on the screen. Dude, do you remember that one moment near the end of season one where like he's going on a date, both families are going on a date, and then that fucking cunt Ruka shows up out of uninvited, out of nowhere. Nobody knows her aside from like the main two, the main couple, and she's like, oh, I'm, "I'm his, his girlfriend." girlfriend. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Why? Why would you do this? Uh, oh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Why, why are so many? Why are so many rom coms and romances in general written by people who have very clearly never been in relationships? <laughs> Fucking insults, I man! Mean, I, right, I I understand that a lot of rom com is supposed to be fantasies. Okay. Yes. Like there are plenty of shoujo manga that I read where like there's this fantasy of like this kind and caring older gentleman who's also super successful and rich falls for you a plain jane office lady i get it i i also want to find my ryan gosling okay i get it He's so or your henry cavill <laughs> or my henry yeah uh, bro I'm not that hot into henry cavill <laughs> no okay what he's <laughs> such a did you see him build his pc he's so cute Anyway, He's a hubby. Point is, I'm, I'm referencing the notebook, which I watched with a bunch of my guy friends, and it was so, so weird. Why did you watch the notebook with your guy friends? I don't know. We were like hanging out, and we we're just like, "You want to watch something?" And it was like, "Oh, the notebook's on Netflix." We're like, "I've never seen it." <laughs> love it. So we, me and two of my guy buddies, were just like, we're just watching a chick flick together, and then at the end, we're like, yeah, was, "That was pretty good, actually." <laughs> I'm trying to normalize this behavior of guys being able to watch chick flicks with For just, sure. just friends. Like, I don't, there's nothing wrong with watching a chick flick. No, I'm, I'm totally down movies. for chick flicks. What's what's the but, best chick flick? Let's talk about that. I mean, the notebook. Like, what, Is no it contest. though? I mean, what defines hmm. a chick flick, right? 
Like, I'd have to look at a, a, a list. Like, what defines a shoujo movie. manga? Who it's written for? Berserk yeah. is a shoujo manga. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it could be. I guess. I um, I don't know, but it's a I joke because we said one of his refer- like inspirations was some jo- shoujo manga. So he never mind. <laughs> Keep going. It doesn't matter. God damn. Uh, I mean, the dude these. was obsessed with fucking, uh, was it? Uh, Idol Master. Idol Master, Master yeah. yeah. Rest, Man, I the, hope he's I, in I, heaven playing Idol Master all day long. I wonder if the people who make Idol Master are suffering from a loss of revenue now that he's dead. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, with shoujo manga, it's there's a specific formula that usually is pretty successful for like things publicized in like um, Hanayome, which is one of the publishers that do um shoujo like strictly shoujo manga stuff yeah. um mm. i think there's another one i don't remember the publishing company but for shoujo manga that's hanayome is one of them and the other one is um that's shueisha shueisha does shonen manga um shueisha is not know. shoujo yeah shueisha does shonen stuff right shueisha is like i think so they do, they, do sho- they do some shonen stuff but they also do some other like I'm looking general like story stuff like not not necessarily like targeted audience yeah but stuff. point is i understand that with rom-coms it's supposed to fulfill this fantasy <laughs> of like a rom-com uh like toradora for example i love toradora mm. but it's very obviously a rom-com but i think that the characters are pretty unique in and of themselves in my opinion mm. and watching the it's just good writing around the char- it's just good yeah. writing yeah yeah it's just good character writing and at the end of the day, like just because shoujo manga is made for girls, like it's from, you know, made for this rom com experience for a woman's point of view, like uh, one of my absolute favorite uh, shoujo manga is from me to you, Kimi ni Todoke, amazing, mm. phenomenal. I love it. It's so cute. Sawako is so fucking adorable. Uh, I, I love Mamoru Miyano in it, even though like fuck him. How dare he try to get Sawako away from the girl from the guy that she actually likes? <laughs> <laughs> but point is they it's good character writing in in shoujo manga that i like and kimi no Totoke is really good with that the angel next door spoils me rotten does not have good character writing it doesn't have any good writing i hate it and apparently it's written by a woman and i was like why how this looks this i'm the angel next door spoils me rotten feels like it was written by a middle schooler fantasizing about what love is like in high school from the point of view of a middle schooler Yes, Natai. Shueisha owns Shonen Jump. Ah, oh, okay. okay. Man, Shonen oh, yeah. Jump is is Shonen Jump is slowly like sliding away from just strictly Shonen stuff too, and I kind of like it. Bro, it like it's it's it's, well, because it's crazy that they just publish whatever sells. Like Shueisha owns um Spy Family, right? Yeah, and that that appears so, in Shonen cause... Jump. No, so Spy Family is in Shonen Plus, right? On their like, uh, is it? I thought it was stuff. in Jump. Yeah, it, no, it's not, so so Chainsaw Man was its first part was entirely in Shonen Jump. That moved mm. to Shonen Plus. Uh, Spy Family started in Shonen Plus as well, and I think it's still there. A lot of they've been on a roll lately with like some really good like some bangers, man, and like really yeah. wild one. Like Chainsaw Man doesn't feel like a ch- typical Shonen, right? It's crazy that was like, no, it does. And I have it more violent. <laughs> Yeah, and like, and like Spy Family violence that sets it apart. I'd say that like it's just the writing in general. It doesn't yeah. follow. It's a so weird compared formula. to a regular shonen manga. And yeah. characters actually fucking die. Yeah, 
and yeah, and Spy Family is like so not a shonen manga, but then it sort of is because it's like it's very different from that. Uh, the action yeah. sequences it has are very shonen esque. Everything else about it is, and not. it happens in a school, and you have sort of like a, like the the progression system for like Anya to progress through the school and whatnot. But it feels totally very different from stuff you'll get on Shonen Jump, which is really It doesn't cool. feel um, like something Shonen Jump would have been publishing like 10, 15 years ago. Definitely. Definitely. Now. And it, and like, and I'm excited for like Kaiju, what is it Kaiju number eight? That's also oh, a Shonen dude. Plus manga. Yeah. Well, let me tell, I read that manga, okay? Oh boy. So, Here we go. How, how is it so far? Because like, I'm excited to watch it when the anime is coming. All right. Out. So I'm going to be honest. Kaiju number eight or monster number eight is very Shonen. It's so Shonen. It's most so stereotypical shonen, but I can't stop reading it because every new episode I'm like, I, I like the characters. I like this. So Kaiju number eight is gonna be about a guy. I, I don't want to spoil it if you don't know too much about it. I heard the characters make this manga or like the, yes, the heart of it. hundred percent. That's what I because, heard. So there's the main character guy, right? But it's the supporting characters around him that are great. I love all the characters mm. around him, and they all get their own arcs and stuff. So it's actually super fun to watch. Because it's not just like sure, there's the main character, like how you know each goes the main character of Bleach, like in a stereotypical shonen. Like you, you right. understand like it was Naruto, Bleach, um, just Naruto and Bleach actually. That the there is a a main character, and the story basically right. revolves around that main character or their group of friends, like that trio, right? Mm-hmm. Versus One Piece, where technically Luffy would be the main character, but all of the, uh, the crew. straw hats. Yeah, it's about the crew. So it's more, it's a shonen like One Piece where it's more about the crew than it is about mm. the guy that starts it off. So mm. that's that's how I would compare it. I, I love actually really that like type of the, stuff. the characters inside of Kaiju number eight. I'm actually mm. pretty excited for the anime too. Production IG. Hopefully they'll yeah. nail it. I'm really excited to watch it. I think it's coming uh, out next year though, if I'm not mistaken. I, I thought, yeah, early 2024, I think. I think it's winter 2020. Let me let me. Yeah, yeah. like there's a, there's a character. Jamie, look that up. <laughs> My favorite character is the uh, the blonde lolly, not because she's a blonde lolly. Yes, John. yes, Alex. There is a blonde John? lolly in Kaiju number eight. You're you are piquing my interest. <laughs> her story about like who she is, who her parents are, and like her entire goals and stuff like that are great. And right now in the manga, they're going through like her character arc, and it's like. Oh, Dude, it's so good. I'm just like, oh god, I love this girl so much. Not because she's a blonde lolly, but because of other things like story stuff. And I'm like, oh god, she's she's facing herself. You know, it doesn't hurt though, does it, John? She's like, she's not losing her way. <laughs> uh, 2024. Okay, yeah, I, just, I thought it was early 2024. Um, yeah. I'm hoping since we're talking about anime. Since we're talking about anime, can we talk about the Trigun remake? Yes. Okay. I'm going to pee. So, <laughs> the Taigo P. I, I don't know how to feel about the Trigun Stampede. I really don't. I, I, I'm I in the did, same boat. I, I don't hate it. I definitely had doubts going into it because I believe when we were talking about it, me and Chinoda were like, oh, we don't know about this, but you were excited for it, right, Alex? I, I was excited. I was cautiously optimistic about it because like, I, I'm i old enough to have watched the original Trigun very shortly after it aired um, in right. the late 90s. Um, like I remember Johnny Young Bosch being fascist Stampede. I, I fucking love it. And I thought, you know, this doesn't look like the original, 
but maybe it'll be just as good. Um, that was my hope. I, I didn't want it necessarily surpass the original. I thought if it's as good or even slightly just a little bit worse, I'll say this is a major win, right? And also so, going into it, we didn't know what it was because no. there were differences in the trailers. Like this seems like it might be a prequel or maybe they're taking the story in a different direction. That's why I don't like it that people are calling it a remake. I think this is a reimagining. A no. So this Dragon Stampede is a sequel. As um as you will see once you watch the last episode. Mm. Dragon Stampede is a sequel. As as of the time of watching this, as of the time of wa- of recording this rather, I haven't watched the final episode of Trigun Stampede, but um I do know that uh was it earlier this weekend, uh the second season was announced. Yeah, so season two is finally announced, but I watched is it yesterday. season two? They're like final phase. They didn't even yeah, call it's it called final they're phase like, or they're like something final phase. Basically, Trigun Stampede Kaizo Hen or whatever the frick it was, um, is gonna be the actual Trigun story, mm. apparently, because it sets everything up at the end of Trigun Stampede to be like, okay, Stampede, this season of Trigun Stampede was a prequel. Mm. However, they've changed a lot of major plot points already, and yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I guess I'll have to see, but I will. I have to say. So sorry before you say something, Natai. Yeah, sorry. I was not looking forward to. I was very cautious about Trigon Stampede because one, it's CG, and I was Mm. like, "Oof, eesh." Like the last studio Berserk. Well, I mean, Berserk twenty sixteen, Fist of the North Star, Blue Sky, um, other shows that had three D remakes that came out, CG three D remakes, and I was just like, "Ass." I was like, oh, that pedigree of orange, though. Come on. Yeah. But I will say, I will give credit where credit is due. Trigon Stampede's 3D is not bad. In fact, it's I would good. say it's actually pretty smooth in some sections. I actually really enjoyed the action sequences. Mm. And like in the very beginning, like when Vash is like dodging bullets and stuff, and it's like so smooth. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking hilarious. It definitely, Trigon Stampede has definitely nailed the comedy aspect of Trigon. That Which is, is weird apparent. because it's a. It seems like it's a far more serious take on Trigun. It is. Well, you gotta understand that with the original Trigun, uh, it's very comedic in the very beginning, until mm. you get to the end where it gets very dramatic. Yeah, and it's like that switch. That like switch when you get to the dramatic stuff at the end of Trigun is mm. like, whoa, what the fuck? Like shit just got real. Which is really weird good. because with this, it's mostly dramatic with elements of comedy peppered in. Yeah. So they, I don't like how they they start off the the big the big reveal they show off in like episode two I think. Of yeah. Trigun one, so not to spoil anything for Natai, one of the big reveals of the original Trigun, which is ha- takes place near the end of the original Trigun, happens in episode three of Stampede. Yeah. Very early. <laughs> Why? Like, Whoa! What is that? <laughs> earned? We'll I, have so, to find out because I don't think that I think we'll find out by the end of the season, maybe. It's as like it someone weird. who's a total like newbie to Trigon. Like from everything I've seen of the OG Trigon, like its art style, the characters, like this show screams something I'll absolutely like adore, like fucking gush and come over, you know. I adore like, I'm the sure original I love it. Trigun. Yeah, oh, I love the, original. But the original it's... Trigon is one of the best anime of the nineties. I I, I I I I'm gonna watch it, especially now that Stampede is over. I'm, I'm really curious to watch the OG before this. But it's been weird how Badly, they communicated what this new anime is. Yeah, like they just yes. wouldn't give it a, a a fucking like 
any like like nothing they wouldn't describe it for some reason it's really weird but it, and i i do want to so, say it's been really cool to see how they're like the, very the like orange very big on twitter they're like they all the time they they post on twitter they like share like how they would like every now and again i see their posts on twitter it's really cool and i love how much they're trying to to communicate with the community right. it's great mm. but it just like it's really strange how they refrain for like giving this like a title what type of show is is it is because they know the original is very beloved, you know? It's kind of strange. So, the, the, the creator of Trigun did oversee the remake in Stampede, mm. or the reimagining. And what he, she? I think he, it's right? a she. I, I, don't I, don't, I, I don't know. I know it's the same manga as uh, Kekai Sensen, and I think it's a she. So let me check. Okay. Keep the, going. The original anyway. creator of Trigun did oversee it, and they did say that they hope that with the new season of Trigun, we stick around to see what happens next. It's a guy. So, never mind. I'm dumb. Okay. So he did come out and say that because he did oversee the production of Stampede. So it's it's got his stamp of approval as far as we know. And so do he, you think this is he's something He's very like... satisfied with what the, the story is going to turn out to be. So with that being said after watching stampede and finding out it's a prequel i'm i'm more optimistic for part 2 now mm. because i i didn't hate it but i just think that they they've changed a lot of major story beats and i feel like the initial reason why i just remember trigun so much is because of the those reveals at the end like mm. they introduce wolfwood wolfwood is in the prequel and it's like yeah. in the original vash doesn't know wolfwood until later on like, yeah, much then, later know, on, like past the halfway point. But I think I can see how, like, now that Vash is like, um, Vash knows who Wolfwood is, mm. but then, like, it going into like the future and stuff, I think I, I feel like I know how they're going to set it up, and I I'm pretty optimistic for it. I don't want to spoil anything since you haven't seen the last episode, and I don't want to spoil in the tie, but I just don't know how I feel about, like, was it good or not? Like, it's, it's you might have to speaking. wait and see. Are how you it satisfied out. by for like for what you got? Are you satisfied with the experience you had? I am so I far. I can't say I am because this feels like because it's a prequel, and if we want to compare apples to apples, we have to see the second part. Yeah. Do you feel it's incomplete it's as it is right now? Yeah, as it is right now, it's hundred percent incomplete. Like it doesn't even okay. because so I at the very that. end of the uh, of Trigan Stampede, they talk about um they're they're talking to um meryl and they're like meryl you've got a new one who wants to join you some weirdo named millie thompson and it's like yo millie justice for millie millie's back yeah <laughs> everyone was because that's one of the best girls in the original tribe got and love millie. everyone She's was like kind of pissed that, seven that meryl goddess <laughs> everyone a was upset that seven... meryl no, let, let, me, let me explain to people who millie thompson is <laughs> She's a six foot seven goddess who pulls out a fucking chain gun and just like with a smile on her face will fucking blast holes through everything. I love her so much because she's dumb as shit. She's so easygoing. It's so good. Which is very different from uh, uh, Roberto. <laughs> yeah, I kind of liked him though because he's like, the story revolves around like Meryl's new and she's like a news reporter and stuff and stuff. But then. They do talk about uh they they make a little thing like, hey Meryl, if you fuck up this next assignment, 
we're going to throw you over to insurance claims. And I'm like, yo, the insurance adjusters, that's their original role in Trigun. So it's like, oh, I, I kind of see where this is going now. Like, yeah. I, I'm hoping they bring it back and they actually become insurance adjusters. And like, that's the reason they're chasing Vash the Stampede. However, Meryl knows who Vash is now. So it's kind of mm. weird that, because in the original, Meryl doesn't know who Vash is, right? Like one of the big reveals is like, they find out, oh, this guy is Vash the Stampede. But it's like, if Meryl already knows who he is, like, if she becomes one of the insurance adjusters, then she knows him. So she, this reveal doesn't work anymore. And that's this is why I'm like, they've changed some story stuff. So I don't really see how it's going to like hmm. be changed in the future. But yeah, to compare apples to apples, you have to, I have to watch the second part to Trigon Stampede hmm. because it's not a complete experience yet. Like, Do I like think... that it's a prequel and I got to learn a, a bunch of stuff beforehand, but there's a bunch hmm. of story stuff like, I like to. I learn. I love that we learned more about uh, Million Knives, like the whole mm. reveal of with Nai and stuff like that. I, I love that because in the original, at least for the anime, because I believe it's a manga series, and I, I never read. It's the manga. a manga. Yeah, it is. A, I've never read the manga. Trigun manga, but in the original anime, when we meet Million Knives and stuff like that, like we don't actually know very much about it. Like we don't mm. know much about uh, Vash's uh, backstory. So Stampede does quite a lot of exposition towards Vash's backstory. And it's a lot more dramatic for sure because it's a lot about like Vash's traumas and stuff. Like it's it's pretty pretty heavy. Like and, and then like and then it makes even more sense. Like if I look at Stampede and I look at the original Trigun, it makes sense why Vash is how he is, mm. right? I I like that they give an explanation for that because in the original anime, the way that they um. They reference the July stuff, and the City of July stuff does happen. But in the original anime, we just know about the story, and apparently that's the cause of Vash's grief, the stuff, what happened in July City. Yeah. But we actually get to see that happen in Stampede. So it's like, it's more personal now. Like, we actually know what Vash went through and what happened to July, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, that's this is why he acts like the way that he does, and it's like, oh, it makes sense now. So, so now... So now the question rises. Like, I, I already know I'm gonna watch the OG first because I'm like, wait, like I always wanted to. But then the question is arises, which one do you go for first one recommended stuff? As I mean, you I... said Stampede is incomplete, but then you got the the experience of do you first go with like the way it's presented the prequel or the original? You know, it's I would mm -hmm. say the original, like like Alex said, Stampede is a reimagining. All right. Right. So I think that the original is still something you should watch. I think it's really good. It's really good just yeah. anime in general. However, I do think that Stampede does not deserve all the hate that is getting online. No, not at there all. Are is it getting that much hate, hate though? Yes. Yeah, there's so many people who hate it. And I'm like, really? why? It's not that it's not terrible. Like I understand the misgivings with it. Like I, I hate again, like I said, they change story beats. They've I know a lot of people much. just hate it because it's 3D CG. Yeah, and like the three D is yeah. not bad. Like I can't believe that's like that's a dog shit fucking opinion to have. It's not bad. If it was, I know like, Ida, Ida, Ida hates the fact that they changed Vash's design. Uh, nah, there, there's something in the last episode. Just letting you know. I mean, it, so because it's a prequel, obviously he had a style before his current style. Hmm. Just that's all I'm saying. But I will say, like, if this had the the animation quality. Or level of like X arm, for example, I'd be like, yeah. okay, fair point. It's dog shit animation. 
but it is not dog shit animation. You cannot no. sit here and complain. Like, first and foremost, the original is hand-drawn, and it looks great. There's some parts, I believe there's some parts that are CG in the original. But it's anime. very minimal. But there's not a lot of action sequences in it, in the no. original. Not very many at all. So you can't sit here and complain about the, oh, it doesn't look good. Ugh. It's like the original didn't have fight scenes, bro. This one has fight scenes. You can't complain. It's the that. same conversation. It's the same conversation that happened with fucking Chainsaw Man, where like there was CG, so automatic people were like, oh, it's CG, therefore it's garbage. It's like, no, it looks fucking great. And half the time, when people were like that looks like CG, it was like actually two D animation. But it's like right. people always like a lot of there's this group of people that have the knee jerk reaction. Where it's like the, 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 the CG garbage. It's like shut the fuck up. It's like 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 so. A couple weeks ago, I posted in our Discord a um a video someone made on a uh, Reddit where they they did 3D. So they used Blender, which is a 3D manipulation mm. program, and they remade Ranma One Half, one of the fight mm. scenes, like fight sequences in Ranma One Half. And it looks they because of the shaders that they use and stuff, it looks 2D. Obviously, you can tell like the background houses and stuff are 3D, but mm. the fight itself was it's done in 3D, but it looks 2D. It's crazy. That's it looks awesome. so good. And I was like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Like, this is actually really cool. So we're getting closer and closer to the point where you really can't tell when something's 3D CGI anymore compared to, like, traditional. Like, again, with Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Plenty of the CG in that looks fucking phenomenal. Looks amazing. Like, yeah. sure, you can tell that something is 3D CG, but there's certainly things like... um, And you can certainly nitpick certain tangent, things here and side there. Side tangent. The Last of Us, for example, uses a bunch of 3D CG stuff. Right, where they'll green screen a bunch of things. And there are certain places where like you can definitely tell, like there's the part where they see the um clicker. The giraffe. Oh. So there's a scene where Ellie and Joel see the giraffe, and it's like the first shot that you see is a real giraffe. They actually got a real fucking giraffe in the first establishing oh, shot. But then when Ellie goes and pets the giraffe, it's CG. And it's like, okay, I could tell the difference but because hmm. I spend my time doing a lot of 3D stuff. So I could tell the obvious difference, but it's such a big sw fast switch that it's like to the untrained eye, I don't think you'd fucking notice. And it didn't. But look. like that's a live action show, whereas like an anime, you have yeah. like you, you, you when you have like two D no, animation I, controls with three D. With a live action show, they were able like look at the quality of a live action CG. Like CG mm -hmm. is getting up there in power. It's getting up there. Definitely, so definitely. But again, to, when I you contrast that, like ten years ago, for example, like other than um fucking Avatar. Other than Avatar, 10 years ago, when something said 3D CG, we all recoiled in horror. Like, oh, God, it's going to look yeah. god off. Like, no, I, I would say 20 years ago, for sure. 20 years ago, for sure, would be like, oh, God, it's 3D CG. Like, have you ever rewatched the first Toy Story? Or it's pretty, it's if pretty we're talking bad. about anime, watch the original Appleseed movie. Oh, God, the original Appleseed's garbage. I hate it. It's the 3D so CG in that is incredibly dated. Yeah. But they didn't but, get stuff even like in fucking Demon Slayer, the use of CG and like the environments, the CG environments they incorporate that how they composite really the 2D characters. It looks phenomenal, you know? It looks great. Yeah. I want to ask you, John, um, since, since you've watched all of the first season of Stampede and knowing what we know about how deeply involved the original creator is in this anime, do you think that, because I know it's based on a manga uh, and obviously the manga is the original like 
source yeah source and, and the original like intent of the story do you think this is something kind of similar to what happened with Hideaki Anno and the rebuild of Eva where the creator is trying to tell uh, the kind of story they wanted to tell with new technology I think so I think because after watching Stampede and then under like after watching original Trigun and then now finishing Stampede I understand that the entire story of Trigun isn't about just some aloof character that all of a sudden it gets dark. It's always mm -hmm. been dark. Like he's always carried this darkness in his heart and Stampede just had a persona really... to cover it up. Yeah. And yeah, I think that Stampede has done a really good job at covering that. I will say one thing writing wise that I have enjoyed with Stampede, um, maybe even as opposed to the original is um, in Stampede, they really lean into um sort of Meryl being the POV character. Yeah. Um, whereas she was kind of a POV character in the original, but not anywhere near as much as in Stampede. Yeah. I, I like that storytelling wise, where you, the main character really isn't the POV character. Is the OG streaming anywhere? That is a good question. I don't know. Let me look it up. Hmm. I, I will say I have I a couple it. of complaints about Trigun Stampede. My main complaint is I fucking hate Nye's voice actor in Japanese. Like <laughs> every single time he brings up Vash's name, he goes, Vash. And it's like <laughs> when he uses it in dramatic effect, like in the beginning, like, isn't that right? Vash. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You you're you're obviously taunting Vash because you made him do something super fucked up. Yeah. I get that. But in the end, when nye or million knives is trying to talk to uh to vash about like what what is happening he keeps going Vashy, Vashy. like <laughs> he has a really cool voice where he's like oh don't you think so Vashy. and i'm like oh god why why the fuck um, are you doing that apparently the original trigun is currently streaming on hulu no yar matey forth. <laughs> So, uh, like, that's that's one of my major complaints about, like, the voice acting. But uh, Johnny Young Bosch has reprised his role as Vash the Stampede, which is amazing, and I dub. love that. Um, Dope. I, I was watching the Can anime. you tell we heard Anime Club After Dark really like Johnny Young Bosch? Dude, I fucking God, could you imagine him being on the podcast someday? <laughs> oh, one day, I, I hope one so. Day. I would literally just talk to him for an hour and a half about <laughs> fucking Power Rangers. Yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> all right, so let's talk about Power Rangers. They have the new movie coming out. Oh, yeah. Where I think they're bringing that... back all the old Power Rangers or something. Yeah, I heard about that. I I don't know. like the I don't know too much about it. About I just that. saw like a trailer or a uh Yeah, a, a trailer just it. dropped the other day. Well, so, I, I, think that, I think that's enough with Trigun. We've talked about it for like 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, and we haven't yeah, talked wasn't about anything supposed this time. Wasn't this supposed to be the hot takes episode? In the end, we were like, oh. no, it's the monthly dump where we just dump and rant about shit. Oh, we you're right. Do hot takes like the again, monthly the dump. You mean you mean the monthly takes. power hour dump? Uh, but we that haven't talked about anything that I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like again we've been going entire... on for a while now. We can save it for next month. So, so the it's monthly right. dump was my idea because, like, again. People were like, people like it when I complain about stuff, and I don't know mm. why. Like, I guess people like listening to people complain. That's kind of a weird thing. Um, my favorite drama YouTuber is Moist Critical. 
uh tell me i'm wrong he's now a drama youtuber you, you guys can't change you he's not a variety buffoon. streamer anymore in my opinion he's a he's a drama youtuber he's a drama he's upstairs, youtuber he's up he's a drama King youtuber Star. who occasionally streams games yes <laughs> but i i just wanted a space every month where we can just bitch and moan about the current state of anime yeah. and talking about stampede and the angel next door like this came out this season so it, it, i hit those marks but I feel like I'm the only one who has strong opinions about uh, about anime. Oh no! Like, I, no, I, sir. I, I, listen, listen. What I mean, I like Vinland Saga. I like My Hero Academia. Like those are the. You're opinions not even watching right anything this season, bro. You don't even get to have a. a I'm not an anime fan anymore. I don't know oh, why. Why am I even here. on the podcast? I know why. Why are you here? <laughs> why? Oh, you here? know what. You know what? Here, here, I'll throw I throw stuff into the pile. Golden Kamoy is really good. I'm really enjoying yes, it. Yes, it is. Oh, have you seen Alex, Alex it? was right. Hashtag Alex was right. <laughs> Hashtag no. Alex was right. Yeah, listen, me and my all, buddy. All I, all I told you, all I told you to tie is you had to get past the CG bear and everything would be fine. Are you right? You're bro, the CG bear is so garbage. Bro, listen, like, listen, so I told the story. I'm gonna watch Golden Kamui now and I'm gonna shit it. I'm gonna shit on it. It's so pretty bad. good. I'm gonna shit listen, on it. Watch. I'm gonna do listen, it. Listen, Sugimoto is the anime. The anime itself, as an anime, is not the best. It's kind of like damage is kind of stilted. It's kind of rough around the edges. But I think like the writing and the voice, the voice cast, like are carrying this show really hard. And and like the subject matter is so unique. It's so cool. Like and, and amongst all the fucking garbage and fucking isekai you like to consume, you have this very very unique story. In anime that is about that very specific time period in Japan, about this specific culture that used to be there. It's it's really awesome, really good stuff. It's Jotaro searching for Nazi gold. <laughs> Pretty much. What? It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very it's a very apt description, actually. So basically they took part one or part two and part three and smashed them together. Kinda, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, something like Except that. Except there's no stands. I mean it is quite battle tendency esque, yeah. It is, it's more <laughs> battle tendency than, than Stardust Crusaders, yes. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it's great. It's a really, it's a really good time. I, it's so, it's so funny. You know, it, like there's so much brevity in this show, but at the same time, it's very brutal. It's the reaction spaces really are really good too. <laughs> oh yeah, and again, like 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 Sugimoto is a fantastic main character. I, I like you. He wins you over like that. It's a, it's a really fun character to see. Like I told this many times, me and my buddy, the one who got me into One Piece, we're waiting for the current arc to end, and that led to us watching a few show. One of them rent a girlfriend, which is <laughs> bro, bro. I I need you, John, John. What would it take for you to watch this show to bitch about it with me? Do it, bro. Come join. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to hate watch. I hate it. Yes. Yes. I, you just hate watched an entire <sighs> mediocre anime. Didn't say you How liked you it, hate though? watch a I, garbage anime. But I know it's garbage going into it. Like, I didn't know Angel Bro, Next Door. you don't. You don't know how bad it is. I don't have what is, to, man. What, what, what is, like, the anime equivalent to The Room, though? Like, an anime that's so bad it's actually enjoyable to watch. X-Arm? X-Arm, yeah. No. Absolutely not. No. Mm. I don't, that's a good question. Like, because the room is like every bad decision that could have been taken with that movie was made. Was made. 
And I don't yeah. know what it, what anime is like the equivalent of that. Hmm. That is actually a really. We should person. we should start a new show where oh, it's God, like no. we search for the worst. And I, I, I oh, hate no. everything already that did that, but we should look for like the. the the worst of the worst anime we could find. You might say the coming lowest up the low. next week. Our review of Abu Nai Sisters, <laughs> Kiss Exes. I mean, what? Kiss Exes is not even that bad. Have you seen Abu Nai Sisters, bro? Yeah, no, dude. Overlord is even worse, bro. <laughs> bro. There's my hot. The anime take. is not that great. Yeah, I mean, that's not much of a hot take. The anime is not that great. But the light novel, though, the people novel. love the anime, and I'm like. I get, those I, people haven't read the light novel. I liked season one, and I really liked season four. Season two, is I really hated really season one. It was so boring. How, how dare you? Because it's how like, dare you? There's like, there's nothing there, bro. Why no, season one, <laughs> nothing was there. There was nothing happening. I want to tell you all about the best anime of the winter season, and that's my life is Inukai-san's dog. <laughs> oh, I watched that. Get out of here. I watched it too, John. It's like I think it's only like two or five minutes long. It's very short. There, yeah, there. It's an anime short series. So is it yeah. like an etchy? Like, is it yes. supposed to be like oh. about a guy oh. who reincarnates as a dog, and then he just like he gets into lewd positions with his with Inukai, the hot girls. That's it. Uh, we in Anime Club After Dark do not support bestiality. No, we don't oh. condone that. Unikai's dog is the worst fucking thing this season. So have you ever heard about girls who sometimes spread peanut butter on their cooch? Oh my god, the dogs all right. it off? Anyway, shut up, shut up. No, 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 no. It kind of happens in this. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, I'm not. Also, also, Table Coon makes an appearance. I, I'm so I'm, disappointed. I'm, I'm, I mean, am I actually disappointed in Alex at this point? I don't think so. This is like is there anything expected I could behavior. Do? Is there anything I could do, say to really disappoint you, though? Oh, he's taking his penis yeah. and he's gone. <laughs> Natai is gone. He doesn't want to be part of this podcast he, anymore. He's so far gone, he took his penis with him. <laughs> I think that's a good, that's a good spot to it. end. I hate it here. Yeah, I missed that. Uh, anyway, if anyone wants to be a, a host of a uh, anime podcast, you know, email me, please. AnimeClubAfterDark at gmail.com. Look out! He's pulling his cock out! <laughs> <laughs> Why? And before YouTube, like, flags that as actual nudity... Anyway, I think I think this is a good spot for us to end the uh, the first monthly dump. It was quite the uh, <laughs> smelly dump right there. It was quite a smelly dump. Got a couple stinkers up in here. Yeah, got a couple stinkers. Well, I don't when, when Charlie says a stinker, it just feels right, you know. Stinker. Anyway, um, no stinker yeah, is but... in Hebrew for something else. <laughs> is it? Is stinker it is a snitch. Pretty much. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you know what they say about snitches? They get stitches. They do. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, this is the first monthly dub. Um, look forward to this. Uh, I guess every month from us from now on. Um, it is kind of fun to do. Um, uh, let us know down below how shitty our opinions are. I guess. <laughs> All my takes anyway. are right. You cannot deny it. 
You cannot fight me. No, you're not. The tie is inevitable. This dude literally is a Yui Sim, though. Come on. How how right can he really be? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> come over to your house. You've already been here, Natai. Oh, he, he's going to hit me with one his, the one time was enough. This cock. Oh, you wish. <laughs> anyway, thank you all there for dropping in to listen to this. Check the description below where you can find links to Anime Club, After Dark, on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. We also have a uh, merch store linked down below. Any purchases you make there do really, really help us out. With that, I've been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. Good night. <laughs> oh, that was nice. a bad burp. What? The, that was garbage. That was not yeah, even worth dude, the that, effort. That's like probably the worst one yet. I mean, I, no, I'm not going to fight. That's some bro, no. It's the power dump hour. <laughs> Sorry. Enough of the poo-poo joke. <laughs> You'll never stop making the shit jokes. Ever. <laughs>